Insights on Responsible Business is a podcast about organizations building trust, security, and resilience to thrive in an era of stakeholder capitalism. Our host is Sir Rob Wainwright, who talks with business leaders and experts about their experiences in charting a new direction to what is commercial success and greater societal impact. Our special guest today is Jorgen Meyer, co-founder and chair of Vocal, a non-profit organization that works with the next generation of business leaders to help them find their voice and enabling them to have a much more positive impact on society. Jorgen is an industrialist, business advisor, and the former CEO of Siemens UK. Rob and Jorgen are here to talk about how business leaders of today and of tomorrow can develop a more thoughtful, inclusive, and socially responsible voice. Over to you, Rob. Super, thank you, Vaidehi, and a warm welcome to you, Jürgen. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. It's, I have to say it's great to speak to someone with so much business experience that you have. And of course, now you're lending your time and that experience to help develop the next generation of leaders to make a bigger impact on society. Well, let's come on in a second to talk about your new initiative, Vocal. Uh, but first, Tell me a little bit about your career journey, Jürgen. You know, how and why you reached this point in, in co-founding this initiative. Well, good morning, uh, Rob, and uh, absolutely wonderful to, uh, to to speak to you and, uh, and, and have a chat. And, uh, well, I mean, my career, 30-plus years um, working for one organisation, uh, Siemens, uh, uh, ended up in my dream job of uh, CEO of Siemens in the UK. And, and Rob, it was, to be honest with you, like living my dream. It was my, my fascination with, with technology, with engineering, the problems we as engineers solve and the value we create as engineers, uh, supporting the new digital age of manufacturing, helping create the new offshore wind revolution. I could go on, but it's just been such a privilege. Um, and I've got to say, it's been such fun as well. Um, and the one thing that I particularly always enjoyed was the societal value that we as Siemens and that generally as engineering businesses create. You know, like I said, the the problems we solve, creating today's renewable energy sources, uh, just as, uh, as as one example. So when I went into sort of early retirement, that's where I wanted to focus my attention to see how I can help make sure that, you know, more of the next generation of business really embraces this, this societal impact that uh, that business has. Yeah, well, I think I should be booking you in for another two or three of these podcast episodes. We can talk about your life in engineering your dream job, at, you know, running such a large company. Uh, and it's, it's great to, to hear the passion that you have, uh, Jürgen, um, and, and helping to develop the next generation uh, of leaders. You are passionate about, about your career, about making a bigger impact on society. Why is that so important to you? Why, why has that been maybe, you know, an important thread all the way through your career? Well, you know, it's interesting. When, when I started my career, it wasn't at the forefront of my mind. Um, I just enjoyed engineering. I enjoyed solving problems, and you know, I wanted to to do well and make myself financially uh, independent. And and I was just lucky that I went to work for an organisation like Siemens. And I remember my my very first training course that I went on, um, which was sort of 
you know, three or four years in, going into my first supervisory job, and there was some internal management training. And the internal management training was called Responsible Cooperative Management. So that gives you some idea. How many years ago of, was that? How many years ago were you? Oh, I mean, that was... Uh, You'd rather years not ago. say. <laughs> yeah, but it was 30, you know, 30 years ago. Well, that's great. Yeah. Isn't, you know, and isn't, you're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, and just Siemens had at its core um, working with society. So I was working in a factory in a, in a, in a small town in Cheshire uh, called Congleton, an amazing factory with uh, 500 people in a small town. So a very important uh, employer. And there, it was just absolutely normal for us to engage with the local schools, with local charities, um, and, uh, and, and to be part uh, of society. So I guess I was just lucky. And, I, and then, of course, I enjoyed that. And it was so obvious to make the link between an engineering business and the value you can create and the value that you, uh, you create for society, the skills you need, the schools you work with, et cetera, et cetera. So when you, when you took the, this idea of, of having a greater impact on society, what we call in this podcast series Responsible Business, and it has been important to you throughout your career, uh, I mean, I guess it's encouraging to, to hear that it hadn't stopped you from becoming the CEO of Siemens UK, so that's a, that's a great thing. I just wonder, though, when then sort of, taking on those responsibilities, significant corporate responsibilities, you know, what the challenges were for you, perhaps, as the CEO, to, to, to stick to that agenda, um, which is perhaps more about long-term growth, making sure that you have the right purpose and vision, uh, in the face of short-term uh, shareholder pressures, maybe, to, to deliver on profit. I wonder, you know, how you manage, manage that agenda. So, I mean, you are right. Those tensions, if you like, were there. And, you know, and I'm not trying to pretend here that I'm some CEO that only ever cared about society and people. Um, you know, I had uh, many a board call where there was pressure put upon um, more margin, more profit and uh, and more business. But I guess... You know, I was just helped by the training I'd received from the company um, and by the culture within the business. And actually, I, wherever I worked, I took a little postcard with me. And, uh, and it was a saying of the founder of Siemens, Werner von Siemens, 170 years ago now. And, and the statement that he made 170 years ago was, I will never sell out my core long-term objectives for short-term profit and you know and I took that postcard with me because it gave me strength whenever I was under that very short-term pressure and don't get me wrong sometimes we had to apply short-term pressure you know push to get more sales in push to get our margin up but but in the back of my mind was always that confidence that we were doing the right thing for the long term for our company and for our customers and for society. Yeah, that is fascinating. It's 170 years ago at a time when the industrial age was really at its zenith or, or at least just starting taking off, you know, where the whole concept of shareholder value then, you know, comes perhaps a few decades after that. But right even back then, you, you just quoted something that, that, that could stand perfectly well today, actually, in the minds of many CEOs who talk about driving a more purpose-led agenda. 
Um, I find that fascinating. Um, look, looking, you know, at wider industry in the business community uh, beyond beyond Siemens on this point about responsible business, I, I noticed um, around your initiative of Vocal, you're quoted as saying, "At Vocal, we believe business has lost its voice." What do you mean by that? Well, when I was you know, doing my CEO role and engaging with with lots of other business leaders uh, in the UK, across Europe, uh, and across the world, it was it was just fascinating to me that there were certain topics where business leaders were not so willing uh, to put their head above the parapet and to and to speak out. Um, and look, we can we can talk about a couple of examples right now. Um, and one example um, is the whole road to net zero and decarbonizing. And to me, this is ever more critical, ever more important. Yet right at the moment, we are hearing quite a few voices, largely in, I would call it, populist politics, um, who are arguing to slow down net zero because we can't afford it. Now, I know that most business leaders, certainly all business leaders who are in the technology field like me, don't believe that that is the right way to go. As a matter of fact, the right way to go is to double down and accelerate net zero. But the voice of business in the sort of public domain is quite absent from that debate and could have so much more impact. So that was my fascination. You know, why, when very often business has a belief, indeed does the right thing, you know, do we not come together more as a business community to really, you know, make that voice heard and with that also drive change and drive that slightly more long-term view, which can counter the sometimes more short-termism that we see in politics. That 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 voice, as you call it, you know, around speaking up for the wider societal interests. I mean, I, I found speaking to some 40 or so business leaders during this podcast series that maybe there are some signs of, of change. Uh, maybe the pandemic, for example, um, prompted quite a positive reaction from many business leaders to speak up and to, and to, to make a, a positive difference. That seemed to me to be possibly one trigger to reignite the commitment to to um, the climate change change agenda, but it but still, you think the voice the voices are few and far between. Maybe is that what you're saying, or is are they not loud and clear enough? Well, it's the public voice. Um, so, I mean, I certainly see, like you, that the the whole topic of ESG, so environment, uh, society and governance, you know, it's now a boardroom conversation in most organisations. And that is different uh, to, to, I would say, just five years ago. I also see lots of business doing much more of the right thing, amazing things. I mean, when we just look at what the business community helped do to get us through the pandemic, the whole creation of the vaccines, the distribution of the vaccines, but the way supply chains were kept moving, you know, nobody ever went short of food on their table, factories kept going. I mean, it was unbelievable what the private sector did. So there's lots of positive things going on. But when it comes to, you know, really getting out there 
and being vocal and influencing public policy and influencing public debate, we are still a little bit too quiet. And I think part of the reason for that is, is that, you know, business is sometimes afraid because then the media will pick out the things that your business might be doing that doesn't look quite so environmentally or societal friendly. And of course, unfortunately, we have, you know, the odd shocking episode, which, you know, drags the reputation of the whole business sector into the gutter. Whilst, of course, most of us don't behave like that. And of course, I'm talking about the uh, P&O uh, debacle that we've seen happen recently. And then, and then the, you know, the people who are doing the good things sort of go a little bit quiet and say, oh, you know, I'll just keep doing my good things, but I'll do it quietly, as opposed to, you know, doing it with a little bit more voice. Well, let's turn to your uh, um, initiative, Vocal, because um, trying to maybe give an added uh, momentum to the next generation so that they can find their voice, they can maybe develop into future CEOs who will speak out in the way that is not uh, evident enough at the moment. So tell me a little bit about exactly what you're trying to achieve with this initiative. Yeah, so... I mean, I wasn't alone in feeling uh, the way that I've just described. And so uh, I'm very pleased that there's a whole number of uh, fantastic uh, business leaders um, sort of at my stage of the career and uh, people who are still very much active in their CEO roles um, here in the uh, in the UK. And we decided that the best way to try and help in this space is to really create a positive movement. Because when you're a more isolated voice, um, it always is more difficult. Whereas if you become part of a movement um, that is proud of the uh, positive uh, value that business creates for society and then speaks out about that, then it becomes much easier. And then we thought, well, the obvious place to go is with the next generation. So that's what we're doing here. We're creating a movement whereby we want to engage with the next generation of business leaders to come on board and really do two things. One is to work with their businesses that they're in, for their businesses to be ever more socially responsible and to have purpose at their core. And the second thing is what we've been talking about, which is to be more vocal about that. And and where it really matters on topics like uh, uh, environmental protection, uh, climate change, uh, future of the workplace, how we now uh, recover from uh, the pandemic, how we cope with the cost of living crisis. I can go on on all of these topics for these business leaders to engage much more in the policy debate and help create the right sorts of policies um, that serve society better for the future. What what tools are you giving them or equipping them with? So you, I guess you're using your, your many of your peers and colleagues who have tremendous business experience. So there's a kind of a mentoring uh, resource available, but but specifically in helping them to become more vocal um, by saying the right thing at the right time. How are you doing that exactly? Yeah, so there's there's two tools. Um, so we're keeping it very simple, um, and and one tool is the the mentoring. Um, so this is 
um, existing uh, business leaders, people who have been in boards for a long period of time, who have had this challenge. By the way, we're not pretending that we got this right all of the time. And actually, our experience of where we got it wrong is probably the better experience to pass on. Um, and then to work with the next generation, to work with them um, in using that experience within their, their own business. The second tool is that we've created a platform. So, uh, and it's, a, it's an app um, it's uh, downloadable on vocal.uk um, and uh, and on that app we've created a safe space that's what we're calling it so it's a space where like-minded people who share this purpose that we're talking about to come together to share their stories just to network but also to practice their communications so this is a place where they can post podcasts where they can post blogs about their thoughts about what their business is doing in the space of society societal purpose where they can talk and they can engage and get feedback and then what we plan to do is as and when we've worked with the um with with next generation leaders to create that content and we're really happy with it then we will go out and we'd like to promote that in the broad media so in uh, uh whether that's uh, on uh, on new various news channels or on uh, or on or on social media but basically this is a sort of a safe space rather than going straight into twitter sphere where things can get a little bit angry too quickly <laughs> indeed it can exactly um a great descriptor of of our modern age um i so so what success are you having so the progress that you're making it's it's a new initiative um it sounds tremendous actually but 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 what, how's the how, how are you making the progress how do you, how happy are you yeah, well, we're still very early stage, but, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've launched, we've created the app, the technology is working. That's always one of your big <laughs> nervousnesses, actually. Uh, but that's all working uh, uh, extremely well. Um, you know, we've got our first co cohort of mentors uh, on board. So there's about a dozen uh, of those. And, uh, and so far, we're just working with our first few uh, mentees. So currently, we're out engaging um, with, uh, with, with companies companies and um, with uh, with potential mentees to come on board uh, and uh, and support uh, our, our movement um, now one thing to say that's very important is is we are sort of looking for two types of mentees uh, and there is the one type which is you know I would say is more privileged so that might be the people who've worked in companies um, like the one I worked in where their companies prepared to support them through this scheme pay for them to go through this team. Um, those are the easier ones, to be honest with you. And then there is a second cohort where we're working with uh, youth organisations, we're working with next generation black leadership organisations, next generation women leaders organisations, where we're looking to very much become a movement that supports the, the, the less represented and maybe the less privileged um, so that we can find ways of bringing next generation leaders through uh, that look incredibly uh, diverse, which is a bit different to the sort of leadership uh, cohort that I grew up in. Well, that's wonderful. Absolutely great to hear. Just just finally, while, before we wrap up, Jürgen, what, what's your message maybe to business leaders? Uh, there, there might be, you know, young business leaders who might want to join Vocal, but, but also, you know, others, potential mentors. I mean, what, what, what's your message to the business community today? Well, my message to the, you know, sort of my peers and business leaders, I guess, is, is, you know, 
we have a real responsibility here, um, obviously towards what our business does in, with regard to creating value for society. But we also have a responsibility to give the next generation the best possible tools and the best possible experience to be better leaders than we have been. And, uh, you know, and let's be honest, you know, as a group of leaders, we haven't got it all right. Um, you know, there are lots of things in the space of ESG um, where we should have done better. There's lots that we've done right. And we want to make sure that the next generation go into their leadership roles equipped to do the best possible things for society, for their businesses, and to be vocal and proud about that. Well, well what a wonderful mission, mission and, and a nice way of explaining it. Jürgen, thanks so much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure to listen to your wisdom, your insights that you've shared with us from your experience, and good luck with, with what is a, a terrific initiative. Thank you very much, Rob. Real pleasure speaking to you. Business has lost its voice. Those are the words of Jürgen Meyer a distinguished industrialist and corporate executive. His initiative is trying to change that by empowering the next generation of leaders to find their voice and their confidence to transform the business community into one that carries a greater impact on society. It's an initiative that gives meaning and momentum to the wider trend in business currently around the agenda of responsible business making the corporate goals and strategies of companies more purpose-led and in doing so more successful for its own business outlook and for the interests of wider stakeholders. More importantly, Jürgen is inspired to help the young talent in business today acquire the skills and opportunities to influence the narrative and shape the destiny of the business world's future. To have a bigger, more respected and more confident voice in the debate around the things that really matter. And by connecting so many of those in the next generation with so many powerful and experienced leaders of today, Jürgen's initiative is already making its mark. Shaping a better, more responsible future for business through the empowerment of those whose task it will be to take us there. Thank you for listening to another episode of Insights on Responsible Business. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune into our next episode. Please review us on Spotify, the iTunes podcast app or whatever popular podcast app you're using and find out more on Deloitte.nl. See you next time.